Logging in Mixer's a robot. Technopod Studios is online. Configuring Satellite Connection. Broadcast link is established. Initializing ET and typewriter. Serving burritos. The Technopod show begins in 3, 3, 3, 2, 1, 1, 1. Hello and welcome to the Technopod show. Uh, it's a tough life in outer space, but someone's got to do it. I'm E.T. I am Typewriter. Welcome back to the Technopod studios. Uh, probably, I think the coolest place probably in the universe at this very moment in time. Is that too much? or? Um, no, that's fair. I- I'm going with that. That's okay. That's a tagline. Actually... Mixer, can you get that scrolling on the outside of the ship in, in the LEDs? Affirmative. All right, cool, but can you make them like the blue ones and not the red ones? The red ones seem kind of overdone. Yeah, I don't like the red ones. Those are They're yeah, blue. Yeah, right on. Cool. So, cool, cool. Uh, oh my God, so much stuff is happening everywhere. The world spins. Our Technopod Studios spin. The universe probably spins. We just haven't discovered that yet. While expanding as well. Yeah, it's a spin spandition, as they say. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of stuff to get into today, uh, story-wise, as we must uh, continue chronicling your uh, space jockey adventures. But uh, before that, I just wanted to thank... A person who lit a person for listening to the show and uh, writing in uh, Baxter oh. you are awesome uh, thanks so much for writing in uh, Baxter wrote in a question to us that he would like us to answer oh, Baxter yes yeah he's a good guy um, he writes uh, do you guys prefer tuna or duck and do you prefer pate or do you prefer it shredded in a in a what is this in a in a stew style? I guess it says here. Um, hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, it is a really good question. And the thing is, I don't really have the answer. I don't really like pate or stew. Like I don't like cat food in general, so I can't give you an honest answer. However, if if I, if I like had to choose, I would probably go with tuna. And definitely a stew style, like shredded tuna in some kind of uh, savory oh. gravy. I like the uh, the the prancy feast that comes comes in the can with the gravy. Yeah, those are really good. That's what I'm talking. Tuna, about. tuna as well, of course. One hundred percent. So Baxter, thank you so much for writing in. Um, we don't really have I mean, incentives, actually. Et those uh, those pins that we made a little while ago. Do we still have any of those? Oh yeah, the uh, the Technopod show pins. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I d- I didn't think we were gonna be able to use them, guys. We made these pins like in episode one, and we weren't expecting anybody to actually respond. But um, yeah, I've been Baxter- wearing all the pins on just a, a a jean jacket. 
Oh, word. Yeah, I see it. I didn't even notice that thing on you. It looks good. Yeah, check it out. I mean, I spelled I mean, they're out... all the same pin. Yeah, of course. Of course. What did you spell out? Typewriter likes huge wieners. Yep. Very mature. Right on the back of my jacket. Very mature. But uh, they're cool pins. Uh, we'll send them to you. We didn't think we were going to have a use for them. We just made them because we got overexcited about starting up a new podcast. But... uh if you I give like us your address things. through the email, Baxter, we will send you a Technopod pin. So look out for that in the mail. I hope you wear shirts. Because um, if not, I would I would not recommend putting this pin directly up against your flesh. It's probably going to hurt. So yeah. Thanks, Baxter. Right on. I love getting questions. Me too. I think it. that's what makes my day. It makes the makes the job worth it. I mean, whenever you do open a can of Prancy Feast, I mean, I come running. For some reason, I hear that, like, anywhere in the ship. And you come on all fours, and you yeah. meow. You just meow like a fucking animal. It's a lot of fun on they... this ship. The alligator yeah. comes, too. Oh, yeah. You know that alligator? Mm-hmm. The one, the one on the... He just kind of roams the halls. He's just, uh, he's a weird guy. Stands on two... Stands on, like, his haunches and just kind of walks around. Mm-hmm. He, I like, like that guy. Do you ever notice he has, like, an, a little MP3 player, an iPod or something? He yeah. He listens to, like, smooth jazz as he walks around the ship. Yeah. I was going to ask him that the other day, but I was scared, obviously. But he, he likes, he has, like, weird fusion, like, jazz fusion on there, and he turns it up, like, way too loud. Like, I can hear it from across the hallway. But yeah, that's way too loud for earbuds, of course. Super, super loud. But he comes by every once in a while, and and he uh, he likes the Prancy Feast, the chicken flavor. Uh, we don't get that too often here, though, because most most of what E.T. eats is the uh, the tuna in uh, mm-hmm. swimming in delicious, <laughs> delectable sodium gravy. Tasty stuff. But um, aside from cat foods and wonderful fan questions... I think uh, I think that we do have to get on with the meat of the show, plunge right back into the story. So we should probably take a quick break, play some Muzak, and then come back, and then let you tell your story. Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back. We're back. E.T., take it the fuck away. Let's see. Last episode, um, I think i uh, got to get my bearings on where we were at in the story, but I think we had just destroyed the entire Varaxian mothership, and mm-hmm. energy jumped away from the explosion Yeah, and uh, came out of the wormhole uh, over top of a, a planet. And I believe we had been tailed by the grave, who somehow escaped the planet and tr- or escaped the explosion and tracked us as well. Um, that sounds about I th- right. I think we left off where uh, Spark was was mooning him out the back window of our ship, and oh, yeah. he was shooting a bunch of little lasers at us. That's it. That's the one. 
think so. And, um, of course, uh, those lasers that he shoots are like electronics disruptors. Of course, he hits us and sends us plummeting to the surface of this planet where we hit some kind of lake or nasty-ass swamp. Um, our ship just sinks <laughs> sinks into like a couple feet of mud. I open the door and like stumble out and uh man I'm f- at this point I'm feeling really queasy. It was my first energy jump. Um they're always pretty rough and I start just throwing up by <laughs> by the edge of this nasty lake that we've landed in covered in pond scum. Mixer is just slumped over inside of our ship and spark comes comes out of the uh, busted windshield and yells at me tells me that uh it's not an appropriate time to be using the bathroom and that um we need to get moving because you know the grave is right behind us his ship is kind of like hovering down into the into the lake and he's getting ready to jump out and come after us. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We sprint off into the woods. Um, I'm just hiding behind a rock somewhere. And the grave is just smashing along behind us. I mean, he's a huge dude. Um, he doesn't quite run. I mean, he kind of like just smashes his feet into the ground and and you know everything kind of shakes and and he you know stumbles after you um i'm not familiar with a lot of horror movies but it's kind of like where we run as fast as we can and and he just kind of stomps after us he just trollops yeah and then he's just always right there spark kind of stops though and we're we're in this like clearing this this open spot and there's a bunch of rocks kind of around i duck it down behind some rocks and spark is just kind of standing in the middle of this this open area and the grave is coming after him and uh he starts like clutching his stomach like he's in some kind of pain and the grave comes up behind him and is just like ready to lunge and spark just unzips his spacesuit pulls him down around his ankles and and squats in the ground and i i from behind the rock i just see the grave's face like turn into this look of like sheer terror and he starts like scrambling trying to get away from spark and then I don't know what's happening, and I just hear the loudest fart I've ever heard in my life. I mean, um, if you could rate it at any decibel count, do you know what it would be roughly? Um, what what is the highest? Like it just shakes the ground, and everything. It's probably rumbles. like a jet engine, right? I mean, yeah, I mean jet engine super fart. That which, doesn't sound good. No, I mean, I thought about it as an album title, and then decided it wasn't wasn't the best. Um, I good name like for it. a punk band, though. 
Oh, for sure. So, of course, jet engine super fart. Spark goes just shooting into the air. And, um, you know, his, his spacesuit is, like, hooked on his ankles. He's just flying through the air, like, holding his feet in, like, a cannonball. And the spot where he was just at is, like, a giant black mass of... You know, about the size, say giant for, you know, the size of Spark, who's only like three feet tall. There's just this black boiling mass about the size of a basketball. And it just starts sucking everything in. And the grave is just scratching at the ground. And he just, his whole body starts stretching as this spiraling dark mass just sucks everything in in the surrounding area and and there's just this terrifying scream as the grave is sucked into nothing and then there's just a a popping sound and i look up over the rock again and there's just a crater and spark kind of flops onto the ground right next to me and uh pulls his spacesuit up around him and i'm speechless i don't even i don't even know what to say what do what does one say after watching Nothing. a black hole consume a giant not just a not just a normal black hole one well, that was literally <laughs> crapped out of a tiny alien it makes you think it does i mean the Varaxians are messed up species of course i'm no scientist but it kind of explains why spark eats so much well of course and never has to use the restroom except very seldomly like in this occasion i don't think that he's ever done that since i hope that um if he did we i promise you we would not be here right now yeah i'm sort of i'm a bit worried about that yeah, when's the next one coming? Spark? Spark? Is he around? Hey! Oh, What's hey. going on in here? Uh, nothing. We're just recording a show, but I got, like, really nervous, so I have to ask you something. Um, yeah! Oh, okay. Uh, do you know how you kind of create swirling vortexes mm-hmm. of black matter every once in a while? Are you talking about number two? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I've been eating a lot of fiber. So pretty regular. Uh, maybe once every five years. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. It sounds so like we probably got some time. There's some, but it, but it worries Wait. me. How long ago was was it that I was set into space? Hmm. I don't know. Spark, do you remember oh. when um, when uh, you kind of sucked your huh? brother into one of the black holes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long ago? That was, was awesome. That? I don't know. What are you, doctor? No, 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 uh, Spark, this is, like, for our safety. 
I don't keep need- track. You keep track of your shit? I, I didn't ask you when you last shit yourself. I asked you when the when you killed your own brother. That's something that people kind of keep tabs on. Not where I'm from. Okay. All right. Well, um, well, let's get Mixer on on the math on that, if he can. Yeah. Um, Jesus. We'll just kind of we'll maybe continue with the story. I and, get. I mean, see. <laughs> Seems seems important. I I can't believe we didn't decide to keep track of this until now. It, it seems a bit risky. A little, just a tad. Well, so uh, all right, Spark. Well, you can go back there if you got any food. Yes, uh, there is uh, some leftover fried chicken in the fridge if you want it. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> well, there he goes. Okay, he's all right. He's uh. Satiated. Tearing into that over there. All right. Hopefully that the chomping doesn't pick up on on the mics too bad for the show. And let's uh, continue, I guess, with the story. I mean, I was pretty speechless at the time, but was glad to be rid of the grave. And uh, I figured we needed to get back to Mixer, and that was pretty much my only bet at getting off this planet. Maybe check out the the ship and and see if we could get off. So we head back to where to where we crashed into this lake of goop, and um, our ship is just wrecked. My car's smashed into this goop, and it looks like the gray ship just kind of sank into it as well. And Mixer has drug himself out of the ship and is now moving in slow motion, and he's like fighting about 15 of these like uh, i mean now i know that they're just like normal squid dudes but at the time i like freaked out i mean they're different color like from the waist up they kind of look human except their hands or tentacles their arms and then from the waist down there's just like six or eight tentacles that they they walk on and they've all got like spears and and kind of nets and stuff and they're trying to fight Mixer who's doing a pretty good job of um fighting them off but he's just moving really really slow and um you know as we we come around Mixer kind of turns and and looks at us and one of the the squid men just clonks him in the head with like a some sort of axe and he just kind of you know i see the lights in his eyes just kind of blink out he falls to the ground and of course spark and i are no match at all and they've they quickly well i mean i didn't even fight spark tried to fight but they just kind of gag him and they they hog tie us hook us on some sticks and start carrying us back towards uh, their city. So here's, here's, this is kind of a difficult one to grasp. I think for me, it's difficult. So for the audience, it might be, I mean, you got away from this giant dude that's going to kill you and he succumbs to the power of a black vortex that comes out 
of an alien's anus. And then, after all of that, you get tied up by some squid people. So, let's let them ruminate a bit. And let's take a quick break so we could come back to the action with, I guess, the exciting conclusion to you possibly dying on the spit. We'll be right back. Here we are, yet again, back on the air. Hope you guys have been enjoying the music so far. We'll tell you more about that at the end of the episode. E.T., what's going on on this? You guys are being carried. Yeah, I mean, we've been gagged, hogtied by some squid folk. I mean, at this point, I'm pretty exhausted. I'm just glad I'm not walking or running from anything. Um, mm-hmm. letting them carry me. I don't know what's happening. I've given up most hopes of making it out alive. I mean, I just want to return to Earth. But here I am, just this party of squid men, just dragging Mixer. Uh, Spark and I hogtied on a some sort of stick, I guess. And they're, they're just marching us back towards this city and we come up over this hill and i mean from where i'm at hanging uh upside down as it were i just see this this city stretching out across the i mean as far as i can see there's just buildings and and skyscrapers and some sort of giant coliseum in the middle and a giant pyramid like temple looking thing and you know they they march us into the city and and there's you know people kind of watching us out their windows and they all look pretty excited and interested and uh, i don't know they take us to some sort of like a prison and this grumpy looking uh dude locks us up and kind of he's kind of eyeing us up and you know mauling over to himself and i mean i don't know we were locked up in there for about a week i I don't know how how detailed you want to how detailed i should get on just being locked in a, a prison for a week but i mean you could put it probably into three words um it kind of sucked. There you go. That's all. That's it. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
it was rough. I mean, they they fed us barely. Spark, of course, stole all of my food the whole time and mixers because mixer doesn't necessarily eat. And the whole time we're just sitting in there. I'm trying to figure out a plan to get out. Spark, pretty worthless. Mixer, barely operating. I mean, just moving in slow motion, unable to make sentences at all. I mean, normally prison would have been no match for him, but he just seemed like his whole body was like bogged down and you know so we kind of just were locked in there for a while and then uh about the seventh day i just hear like kind of this insane cheering and all this stuff and they open our cell door and kind of march us out into the middle of this giant coliseum and there's just squid people of all different colors. I mean, they they go from like bright green to pink to purple. And this whole Coliseum is just full of these squid people like chanting. And uh, there's Spark and I and Spark and Mixer and I just standing in the middle and um, up on this platform on the very distant and i can see a chubby squid with a crown on sitting on a huge throne and a cloaked figure beside him holding like a giant book of sorts and uh there's like a another squid on a uh, microphone kind of announcing this and you know he's saying about the challengers and presiding over the event is the honorable king uh squid sathoth and uh then he says uh squid gog and the stadium just goes nuts and then the, everybody there stands up there's tentacles waving in the air and i'm just kind of looking around and from the distance on the on the other end of the coliseum i see this door chunk open just these metal bars just drop and slowly crawling out of this pit is just a giant i mean 15 feet tall it's just this squid dragging itself out with like these massive tentacles and this horrible like sunken eyes and this you know and i mean it was terrifying um not sure what else to say about about squid gog i mean with a name like squid gog or squid sathoth in full it just, uh, I think the name almost kind of describes itself, like, Squid Gog. Like, how fucking much worse can it get than the name Squid Gog, Squid Sathoth? I mean, the imprint of images are pretty intense. Yeah, so there I am, in the middle of a coliseum, ready to, uh, be killed 
by a uh, giant squid that's dragging his way across the dirt to us. Mixer, um, pretty much not running at all. Spark, uh, I don't know, mouthing off to it, I guess, running around. I'm kind of looking around. I notice that they do have a few weapons, I guess, try and make it a fair fight, like kind of scattered around. So I try to uh, grab one of the swords or something, but I mean, I've seen enough hente to know it wasn't going to turn out well. Anyone who has seen it will know that if you put a giant squid in a room with a human being, things are just not looking up for the human being. Yeah, so I mean, that's pretty much what happened. I was like trembling with this sword. I mean, I don't even know how to use a sword. Come on, like why would I know how to use a sword? So I'm holding this thing. One swing at one of the squid gog's arms, tentacles, whatever. Um, the sword just kind of reverberates and hurts my hand, and I drop it. And he pretty much picks me up, swinging me around. The crowd is going nuts. Uh, Mixer just standing there. He gets wrapped up in another tentacle. And uh, Spark running around. Um, swearing at it and uh, he you know he starts just constricting his tentacles i'm pretty i mean it wasn't a very good fight i'm gonna be honest um <laughs> to be fair it was stacked in his favor yeah i i mean it was a good fight you tried <laughs> i did try but i mean i'm not much of a not much of a fighter so um, I'm pretty much convinced I'm going to die. And that's when the cloaked figure that was standing next to uh, Squidsethoth, the king, opens his book and, and raises his hand and, and yells to stop. And if that's not a good sign of when to stop this episode, I don't know what is. So there's so much stuff to osmosize, if that's a verb here. We have to stop now, so. right? I mean, we have to. Uh, I don't know, man. That's a tough cliffhanger. I feel bad for the uh, the listeners, but uh, from the... I mean, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, you live, I guess, right? I mean, you're here. Uh, I am, I think. That is a... Maybe you're not. A spoiler. Maybe I'm telling this from... Post-mortem. Yeah, I mean... Oh. You don't know. You do, nobody is, does. What if this is like pre-recorded, and we went like back in time, at that very moment, and we did <laughs> this up until that point, but we're really dead. I might be, the famous tree person actor Spruce Willis, and I've been a ghost the whole time. Oh my god! Wouldn't that just be nuts? I'm not sure. Is that the best uh, podcast? I don't know. I f you know what? What? They're going to have to listen next episode to find out. Cause okay. I mean, if you say so. Let's, let's go grab some drinks. We'll be back in like a sec just to let these people know some other 
stuff peripheral to the experience of the intergalactic adventures of E.T. and Typewriter, but we will be right back. Listen to some tunes. Chill out, guys. It's going to be okay. We'll be back next week, and we will be back in about a minute and a half. So stay tuned. Time for some plugs. Oh, how exciting. Plugs, the wonderful, necessary evil of the podcasting world. First of all, guys, in case you didn't know, you are listening to an audio file. This is some kind of file that is used on a computer to display sound in some way or form through your speakers or through your headphones. Fascinating. Now, there are multiple ways. I know. It's science. <laughs> there's, uh, there's multiple ways to get these audio files that I'm talking about. You don't have to worry about all the science. Just worry about these two things. If you don't like the idea of using iTunes and subscribing and going through the trouble of downloading software that's pretty much the worst piece of software on the planet, then you might love SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com is where you can get every episode of The Intergalactic Adventures of ETN Typewriter for free, and you can either stream it in your browser or download it directly to your computer so you can listen to it later. And if you think that iTunes is the second coming of Squid Sathoth and you really love it, and you would like to get every episode of the Technopod automatically delivered to your computer every time that an episode is released, the good news is that you can go on iTunes, hit the subscribe button, get all the episodes. And if you're really nice, you can give us a five-star review with some kind words about the show to help us soar through the podcast rankings and reach our deserved spot as the number one podcast of all time. Also... If you guys like the music in this show, good news, everyone. That was actually pretty bad. If you like the music in this show, that music is created by none other than one of the greatest hosts, one of the greatest musicians, one of the greatest lovers of all time, Electric Type, the co-host of the Technopod show. You can get his album, Zap Cannon, on officialelectrictype.com. And let me tell you something, guys. This is one of the best albums of all time. Go check it out, officialelectrictype.com slash zapcannon, C-A-N-N-O-N, E-T. That's right. 10,000 crabs can't be wrong. It's true. Hey, guys, if you like the show and you want to get in touch with us like uh, Baxter did earlier on this episode, you want to send us an email or some questions, there's lots of ways that you can do that. We're on all those social networks that all the humans back on earth are so into there's facebook twitter tumblr all of those just google it et typewriter 
pod technopod i'm sure you can find it and of course the easiest of all of them is old-fashioned email that you can send directly to us at thetechnopod at gmail.com. We read all of those, and if we like it, we might even answer your questions or read your stories or comments on the show. I like it whenever you send uh, the dirty stories where um, you ship characters from the show. I, I mean, I, I read those sometimes alone. Um, <laughs> uh, he I, has a collection of them. Yeah. And if you really like the show and you want to help us out with, um, you know, dark energy to fuel the ship or uh, food for spark or anything like that, you can send a donation by clicking the donation button at thetechnopod.com. And while you're at thetechnopod.com donating your life savings, there's all kinds of other information, art from Ryan Clausen. And, uh, I don't know, links to every episode, information about us, anything you've ever wanted relating to the Technopod. It's like the perfect place, really. It is. Why aren't you on there right now, listeners? I am. Thetechnopod.com. I am, too. Look at me. See? Thetechnopod.com. Guys, do not fear... We will be back next hey! week with another exciting episode. Oh, what? Spark, yeah, what's I've up? I've been eating this chicken, and my stomach hurts. Okay, E.T., do me a favor. Open up the expansion bay. Guys, Holy we shit. have to go Mixer, right now. go. Something's going to happen. Go, okay, get him. Everybody, everybody, ah! bye. Have a nice week. Bye. Ending show recording configuring music.
Thank you for listening. This has been a broadcast of the Technopod Studios. I like the uh, the the prancy feast that comes comes in the can with the gravy. Do not forget to visit the Technopod.com. Ending transmission.